Want to be happy? Eat a steak. Man, woman, and child did that. Put them in the aisle. Get the lingerie off the deck. Uh, welcome back to another episode of Ensemble Sports Talk. We have our second NCAA tournament episode, as promised, after the conclusion of the round of 64 and the round of 32. We are here to revisit uh, our brackets and some of our picks and see how, for the most part, stupid we are and in other areas how how genius we our brains operate. So... Yeah, it was rough. Uh, yeah, yeah. For, <laughs> for the most part, this is going to be a lot of uh, a very humbling, a very humbling episode for the both of us. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm going to say my ego was riding sky high, and after looking at the bracket I put out, uh, it's yeah, to the ground. Yeah, not not so much <laughs> um, to the ground. Uh, yeah, let's. Let's just get right into this. This is probably not going to be as long as our, our two-hour full preview because um, we don't have any predictions to make. It's just reacting to our stupid selves. Um, so, yeah, let's, we can just go region by region and talk about it as a whole uh, in the West. Uh, we um, both had yeah, we both had Gonzaga. Yeah. We both had Oklahoma. We both had Creighton. We both missed on Ohio, didn't we? Or did you have Ohio? Yes. We both, we both missed, missed on Ohio. Ohio. We both had USC. We both had Kansas. Oregon VCU. We both had Oregon. Yeah, I was going to say that, that the only no contest of the round is 64. Um, yeah, and then we that both had. Sucks. If you're VCU, like you get all pumped and ready to play the game, and then. Yeah, you win. Yeah. Like yeah. three hours before your game, or a couple hours before you play. You have to take another COVID test, and in that COVID test, yeah, that's uh, one that rules you out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it. then we both had Iowa over Grand Canyon. Um, yeah, which that ended up being a closer game than I think we both thought. Remember, um, Iowa blows. <laughs> and then yeah, it was a close game. Good game. We both had Gonzaga beating Oklahoma. We both had Creighton winning. We both had Creighton winning. We picked them over Virginia, but they beat Ohio instead. Uh, then we both had USC over Kansas. Yeah, we're that 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 that's the genius level thinking on display right there. And then Yo, Kansas uh, looks like ass. Yeah, they look so bad. They couldn't make a shot. But I thought Kansas was overseeded. Yeah, I didn't think they should be a three. I was thinking a five, maybe a six. Um, but. And and then, in in our preview in our preview episode, you gave an extremely thorough breakdown on how I exactly look, Oregon would go about beating Iowa and what would cost and and, brain. and what would cost Iowa. And you specifically said Iowa only has their starting five; they don't have any depth. I say they have toussaint the backup point guard and then one of the mccaffrey's comes off the bench and that's it but usually neither of those guys score very much but you're like it's just i was starting five and i was starting five combined for 53 points if i believe because weiss camp had 17 garza had 36 and the other starters didn't score the other three had zero zero and zero including jordan bohannon put up a donut in his last game yikes yeah, and, and and Oregon just came out and and jumped all over them. And the narrative on that game, I, I would argue, a bit unfair. Is well, Oregon had a no contest, so they came out fresh. It's like, yeah, but they came out and they they couldn't miss, and and they just they took it right to Iowa, and Iowa just could not handle it. Yeah, but even at that though, even the no contest, I was gonna say sometimes that first game gives them like a tune-up game. Because then a lot of the times you see in the second game that teams play in the week, example Creighton, they just play a much com- uh, better and more complete game. Yeah, Florida State's a good example of that as well. So I thought I thought that Oregon, I thought they might struggle a little because of that. But holy buckets. Um, I don't want to say I said it, but... I mean, you did. I, I very much said exactly what's going to happen. Garza's going to get his points. 
I don't think the rest well, have I mean, enough to. That's the thing. Gar's a 14 to 20 shooting for 36 points. The dude balled out. <laughs> you can't. He literally could not do any better. He couldn't do any better. He couldn't do any more than that. It's just the the the, rest, the supporting cast let him down. I don't I don't um, understand how you can start three people in a major Division One game that get zero points. Well, like that's the, tough. The thing is, and I, I looked at this. If if any of those three starters score their averages, Iowa wins. Granted, yeah. granted, for them to score their averages, that's that's probably that, that that those are some shots that Garza doesn't take. So it's like I'll take away however many points from him. But still, you would assume that Bohannon would at least have like seven, eight, or nine. You would assume Connor McCaffrey might have two or three or four, and you would assume uh, C.J. Fredericks at yeah. least get two or th- yeah, a couple it's of because like, he's a good shooter. And and if that happens, then it's like it's a it's a it's a one two point game, or they win by what like it, it's a totally different game. Yeah, but they also um, give up ninety five. That's the thing. Their their defense was so insanely bad. You cannot give up over ninety points in a college game and win. No, as I say, um, almost scored a hundred. So I will. I just played bad. Yeah, and it, it does suck to see Garza go out like that. You know, one of the one I stat stuffer wise, he is one of the best I have seen from the center position in a long time. Well, he's like a true center. Probably Iowa's best ever player. Him or Roy Marble. Yeah. But if you, so yeah, it, I was going to say, because you have, he's a uh, two time Big Ten player of the year. Did he win the Wooden Award last year? No, it was uh, Obi. Obi won it. Uh, but I was going to say, I, I would argue he's probably the, the betting favorite to win it this year. Uh, he's a yeah. two thousand point scorer, two time first team All Big Ten. Uh, yeah, they're not going to have another guy like him for a long, long time. Um, if, if there's any consolation, he literally could not have done more. Like it wasn't like they lost because he had a, a a terrible game, like Illinois. Yeah. Insane game. Um, and they still uh, he played the best game you could possibly expect out of him. He almost went for forty. It yeah. Just, it, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. Your your breakdown of why Oregon would beat Iowa was very very accurate. Yeah. Just um, in the future, you'll understand why I'm super <laughs> giga brain, but also very smooth brain. <laughs> yeah. There's parts of this where we look very smooth brain. <laughs> <laughs> um, USC. God, they make us look so smart. Oh my. Oh my God. You know, having I, USC over Oregon as well. I, uh, uh, us both. Us both. Yeah. Oh, no. I have Oregon over USC. You do. Never mind. You do. I have USC over Oregon. It's just but a USC normal Pac-12 looks, game. Yeah, they look good. Um, both of the Mobley brothers. I mean, my God, they just dominated so, Kansas. Hall. This is, this is the one thing I thought. Uh, who is the younger brother? Evan. Evan Mobley. Evan. He's a freshman. Isaiah Mobley is a what sophomore. What about... Yeah, yeah, but watching the game, Evan to me looked better than his brother. Yeah, right? his brother scored more points. So uh, Evan Mobley though, ten points, I think, thirteen rebounds, fifteen rebounds. That's it. I. Uh, what about uh, number one overall pick? I'm just saying, throwing it out there. Cuttingham didn't look that great. Well, I don't. I, I yeah, you games? know he's not going to go number one because he's a big guy. And Cunningham, yeah, will, Cunningham man, will go number looks, one because he's he's such a dynamic guard who's six foot eight. But he looks so smooth. But so, even Mobley could he can handle the ball. I I saw a couple yeah, of no, times. he has good guard he skills. Up, he has good yeah. guard skills, and he's seven feet tall. Like, he like, impressed me more than Cunningham oh, in, this year in the NCAA tournament. He, he this is just what he's done all year. It's it's I said it in our tournament preview. People don't know anything about him because they just don't stay up to watch him play. Like yeah. he's been doing this the whole season. It's just that he plays at USC, and so they tip off when the entire everyone in the East Coast is going to bed. People in the Midwest are about to go to bed. College sports on the West Coast sometimes is kind of a toss-up how attached people get to them. Like you have to be really, really good 
if you're a team on the West Coast, you have to be dominant to have like a committed following. That's just kind of the way it is. Um, but he's been doing this the whole year. It's just most people have 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 just now seen it. And they're like, "Oh my god, he's insane!" It's like, yes, he's going to be a top five draft pick. Maybe a number one overall. Yeah, maybe. We'll find out. But, but probably uh, not. Probably not. Uh, but speaking of that, let's go to the South region where we were significantly. This is this is the smooth rain region. This is so. Oh, we're so bad. I, Purdue, Purdue no, the, in the final wait four. The, what, wait till we get to the Midwest. What am I even? I that's true. That's true. Just wait. Well, well, the thing about the Midwest is I can redeem myself because I at least explained why all the people who won would win. I just didn't pick them. True, true. Um, but the, no, this region is just like <laughs> it, it's like my explanations for everything other than Wisconsin were awful, and my picks make me look like I'm just off my rocker. Like, what do you mean, dude? Purdue had a yeah, shot. Purdue, Purdue, four, Purdue in the final four. Like, that's a realistic thing. And the thing is, I even acknowledged it in our preview that that's outlandish and crazy. I, I said it. I said it, and I still thought it could happen. Like an idiot. And, and the best part is, is Purdue, North Texas. I, I, I listened back to that episode to prep for this one. We After the Villanova-Winthrop game, we go, all right. It's like, all right, next game. Yeah, and, and you, you segue to this game. He goes... I don't have any thoughts on this Purdue, North Texas, Purdue. Like you just glossed over North Texas like they were nothing. And I agreed with you. And it's like the biggest upset of the first round because a lot of people had Purdue going far. Like, uh, God, Purdue yeah. to the final four. Well, this also Jesus. is, as I say, this, the South region and the Midwest region makes me, I think, look worse off than you. Because a lot of the times I was like, "Oh, the Big Ten is by far the oh, best." Oh yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, we we both we we both lean to the Big Ten. You a lot more so than me. And uh, guess what? After two rounds yeah. of basketball, there is only one team left from the Big Ten, and they had two one seeds and two two seeds. They had four of the top yeah. eight seeds. Yeah, so I look. Uh, and it's uh, not like ten, not as good as we thought, or I thought. I, I was going to say, and in some of those games, they got annihilated. Yeah, they, uh, uh, Maryland. Oh, hey, Iowa. Yeah, but Maryland. Okay, the Maryland one. That's. I mean, no one thought they were going to beat Bama. Yeah, what I say? What do you think of Alabama now that you watched them play a full forty minutes? Uh they're. Do you, do you agree with Do you agree with my, the the they shoot a lot of threes and they make a lot of threes, but they also make a lot of layups and play good defense? Well, it was weird. So like watching them play Iona was like, oh, Alabama kind of sucks. Maybe Mar- like yeah, I, Iona played them tough. Iona played them tough. Let's say it gave me the thought that Maryland could have a shot versus Bama because I thought, I mean, defensively Maryland versus UConn, I thought they played really well. But then watching Bama versus Maryland, it's like. Like they're two different teams. Like one, like Maryland's way worse than Alabama. They're not more athletic. They're not better shooters. The only thing maybe would be Maryland sometimes plays better defense because Maryland gets pummeled on the inside as well. So like they had nothing going for them versus Bama, and you saw that they lost big. Yeah, yeah, Al- they got. Al- if they, Alabama they... plays their game. They're. They're good. Maryland just got they got whooped real good. Yeah, that's in the east, folks. By the way, we're still um, in the south, but that's yeah. Okay, so at Baylor cruised through Hartford. Wisconsin. Wisconsin's in a team. I. Wisconsin makes me look they like they made me look like I knew what I was saying in the first round. However, like everything I said about them where it's like, oh, they slow it down, they win ugly, blah blah blah. They did the exact opposite of that. They just shot an insane number of threes and played super fast. Like it, the exact opposite of any game they've played this year. They yeah, made it they they just made a ton of threes. Well, that and Brad Davidson decided to act, actually like be good for Yeah, yeah, like he was pulling up from God knows where, and, and everything. He was making 
it. Every yeah, everything went in. Everything went in. It was so bizarre. It was just so not Wisconsin. Nah, as I say, our uh, unfortunately our favorite seventeenth year senior Brad Davidson is gonna no longer be able to play. Oh, no, he could come back. He could come. He could come back. He could come back for. I say that's years. that's the big question: is how ma- how many of your seniors are gonna return? Because Illinois is in the same boat. Illinois has some guys that could come back. They're not a, like you wouldn't expect them to, but they could come back and try and 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 try and make another run. This is an interesting conversation I'll like to have with the team later on in the Midwest bracket. Yeah. Because I think if they stay together, god damn. They um, can go potentially back-to-back Final Fours. Yeah. I'm just Wisconsin just came out just absolutely just blitzed, just blitzed North Carolina and, and, and just oh, – it just wasn't close. They They just handled them easy. That's it. That, that but, was but like the was, first complete Wisconsin like, game they played all year. That's like, true. So it's like what we were talking about. Where it's like they're finally out of the Big Ten. How are they going to do? And they they just stomped on North Carolina. But this is the North Carolina team that played for most of the season, where you just kind of looked at them and you thought they're talented and they have the parts. Uh, they're just so all over the place and inconsistent that they, they just don't. They just can't. They're not capable of putting it together for like long enough stretches. Because the North Carolina team that showed up against Duke both times they played, and then that beat uh, God. Who was it that they beat by like forty at home? Who was good? Clemson. No. That was Duke. Did North Carolina do it to him too? I just, you know, Clemson's the one team. Sorry for the Clemson fans out there, but they're the one team in basketball that whenever, like, they're a good team when they all play together. But uh, when someone says, oh, they're a good team that gets absolutely pummeled, I just think it's Clemson every time. It was So they beat Duke at Cameron 91-87. That was a really good game. They beat Louisville by 45 at home, 99-54. They lost their next game at home to Marquette by 13. Then they beat Florida State 78-70. Then they lost by two at Syracuse. Then they beat Duke by 18 at home. Then they beat Notre Dame 101-59. Then they beat number 22 Virginia Tech at home by eight. And then they lost to Florida State by three. So the North Carolina is good enough to just absolutely take it two teams. They're just so inconsistent. And they played bad. Because that same Notre Dame team that they beat by 42, they beat them by one point earlier in the season. Yeah, it's it's it reminds me of Rutgers, too, because Nebraska, towards the end of the year, a seven-win Nebraska team, uh, beat Rutgers by 30. And then you look <laughs> at Rutgers, and realistically, yeah. they should have made the Sweet 16. And you're just like, Oh, Let's yeah. Go. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to we'll that get one. There. We'll um, get there, folks. So, to continue in the South, both had Texas Tech. We both saw Texas Tech played Utah State. Texas Tech won. Arkansas played Colgate. The game looked close early, but then Arkansas pulled away at the end. And Tim, you look smart, man. Colgate, you know, doesn't play anyone. Yeah. They won't yeah. Win this game. Yeah. Uh, next. I felt good Florida about that. As I say, you should, because it was still pretty accurate. Uh, next, we got Florida, Virginia Tech. That <laughs> one, there's not much you could say. That one was pretty much a, a toss-up. I, exactly how we talked about it. It could really go either way. Virginia Tech with that three to force overtime. I thought they were going to get it then. I, I was like, that, oh, That's they one got of those it. things where that goes in and you think, oh, okay. They're, they're destined to win this. Uh, but that, that was quite the game to be... The very first yeah, game of the round of sixty-four. As I say, it was early too. So yeah, that was the eleven. Able- what the eleven or eleven fifteen oh. tip off on Friday. Yeah. Uh, um, and then biggest the big upset one. of the first round. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ohio State Oral Roberts. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yo, that ain't my fault. I picked Ohio State. All right, I will. I will, <laughs> I will say this: anyone who picked Ohio State, it's not your fault. All right, 
You cannot go into no, that it's game not, and be like, it's oh, not man, you. It's got their it's number. Them. Yeah. It's them. God. It does it does Oral Roberts have the high the nation's leading scorer? Yes. Yeah. Do they have a big guy who's scored fifty eight points in the two tournament games they've played? Yes. Yeah. But it's not your fault for not picking them. No, it's, it's not. not your fault. You're Ohio kidding. State. What are you doing? I like <laughs> what you oh idiot. especially coming off that strong Big Ten tournament. Oh like they just God damn they it, just Ohio. never look like they got it going. They and, didn't. And they they look like they look like last year's Ohio State team. Yeah, I was I was about to say that. I was like, it, this is just that was a carbon copy of last year's. Yeah, and it just they're not great at one thing, but they're good enough at. Enough. Yeah, but when they're not clicking, they'll lose. Like they will very easily lose. And uh, man, you know, uh, but also credit to Oral but like, Roberts. But that's the thing. If they're they playing Oral like, Roberts, it's not exactly like oh well, they ran into a buzzsaw in Oral Roberts. It's like no, you ran into a team that barely made the tournament. They can score a lot, but they still barely made the tournament. They would not have been in this tournament unless they won their conference championship, and they were a four seed in their own conference yeah, I, championship. But I mean, credit to them—they took down Sweet sixteen. Baby. They they beat a great Ohio State team and a good Florida team. They held they held two three point victories. Where each and here's the thing: here's how close these games were. Ohio State—they missed two threes at the end of the game to tie. Florida also missed two threes at the end of the game to tie. In Ohio State, who was a Dwayne Washington, literally alone at the top of the key, you cannot possibly get... You, you could not have a more open three if you tried. It just clang. Just brick city off the side of the rim. Like, Yeah, I was going to say, oh. like, it's funny because Ohio State, like, you literally have probably your best like shooter on the team. It, it is the, the exact guy you Step want up. taking that shot. Is alone at the top of the key and it can't hit it i was gonna say if you can't make that you don't deserve like you know you don't deserve to win you don't deserve to win yeah so oral roberts is in the sweet 16 but they've won two games by a combined margin of plus six so so uh, potential now let me ask you a question tim what do you think of oral roberts for arkansas you think they still got the juice in them uh no, for that game I I I'm on I'm on the must bus. Um and 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 I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. So, I Eric Musselman I I think he's a great coach. Um, and an example of this is he talked about how and I I was listening to uh sports radio earlier today and I I was listening to people break this down. He had Arkansas, they scheduled mid-major teams in their non-conference schedule at the beginning of the year. They scheduled mid-major teams that they thought were good enough to win their conference tournament to make the NCAA tournament. He scheduled a bunch of those teams. Examples are... and, And here's the thing. Here are those teams that they scheduled that they played this year and they beat. North Texas. They beat them by 15 Abilene Christian, they beat them by 13. And who knew this was going to be a Sweet 16 preview? They these two have played this year. Arkansas beat Oral Roberts 87 to 76. They've played already. Close game. They played Southern. They played Lipscomb. Um, they played UT Arlington, who ended up shutting down their season. They had a game against Tulsa, but Tulsa that game got canceled. And then Southern, they beat Southern. So. They played a lot of those smaller mid-major teams that uh, win their conference tournament and get in. And three of them did that. Three of them made the tournament by winning their conference tournament, and they played them already. So it's just so fascinating that they've already played this year because they're so different now. Well, okay. I was going to say, so here's the reason why our boys in Tulsa, Oklahoma – the Golden Eagles are going to beat this stupid Razorback team <laughs> from Fayetteville. One, they already played. And you know how hard it is to beat a team twice, regardless of where they are. It's because you already seen what they have. Two, 
like we mentioned earlier, they have the nation's leading score. And that he's going to get his points. You know those two. Uh, who's the other guy for uh, Oral Roberts? Has scored as many, oh. if not. Um, Let me look this oh, up. Oh, it's fleeting me. Let me look this up. Um, but, okay. So you know those guys are Kevin O'Banner. Yes, O'Banner. So you know those guys are going to get 20, 25 plus, roughly. Well, so... Their leading score is averaging 24 and a half. Yeah. Uh, O'Banner eight. is their second leading scorer, and he's averaging 19. Okay. So we'll go 19. So you know those guys are going to give you a solid 40, 38, 39. Well, don't oh, forget, O'Banner has almost 50 points in two tournament yeah, games. I was, was going to say, I was just going to go based off averages, you know, because I – if you're going above average, you could expect a decline because it's going to be hard to sustain that. But why not, Tim? Why not? Our boys at Old Roberts are going to be flying high, and they're going to be making the Elite Eight. Oh, wow. Just because I won a 15 seed to get there, that'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, I wow. certainly think that they will uh, – I certainly think that they'll get close. Um, I was gonna say it'll be a good game for sure. I don't think it'll be a blowout because it's 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 like it's like that thing every year. Like these are the six best teams in college basketball, regardless of what you like to say. Like because they got there, they played the two games that they won. So I I don't think now on, I don't think you're gonna see many like blowouts blowouts. Like thirty point, twenty point. I think there are a lot. There's gonna be a lot of five, yeah. Ten point games. There'll be a lot of close ones. Um, I think Arkansas is gonna win, but I. But it's one of those things. It's like they have the magic, Tim. They you get to this spot. point, anybody can really win any game. Yeah. yeah or Oral Roberts just made yeah, making us look like idiots. Um, Another team that made Jared look like an idiot. Fucking Loyola Chicago. Yeah. Okay. So Loyola Chicago make me <laughs> Sorry. I'm just trying to compose myself. Did I you did you lean away from your mic to do that? I I um, uh, I put the blanket above my head and screamed into the blanket. <laughs> no, I just just gotta let that rip full on just <laughs> into the mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um I, I, I much like you did for Oregon, I f- fully explained how Loyola Chicago would attack Illinois on offense and like why that would work. And it's exactly what they did. They brought Crutwig out to the top of the key, 15, 16 feet away from the basket. They ran their offense through him. Coburn had to come out and guard him. When Coburn didn't come out and guard him, he just settled for that easy like 10, 11, 12-foot jumper, and he hit it consistently. So then Coburn had to respect that and come out on him. And then they ran a lot of uh, they ran a lot of cutting action in the middle of the floor, and they just let him pass his way through the defense. And so they got a lot of easy layups. And then Illinois had to clamp down in the middle, and so they got a lot of open threes, and they hit their threes like I said they would. Uh, and I didn't pick them, and I don't know why. Because li- listening back to it, I was like, "How I I gave, I just fully explained this, and then I proceeded to not pick them after making it sound that like there's no way but winning for them." Yeah, as I say, because it's you, like, "Oh like, yeah, well, well, they don't have IO," and it's like, "That's true, they don't." But they, again, number one defense in the country. I would assume I had nine points and six turnovers and six turnovers. The worst game he's played all season. Kofi Coburn had a great game. Yeah, but you're not going to stop a dude that's seven foot, two eighty five, that could jump seven feet in. No, there. and the thing is, Kofi Coburn had a great game, but he did not have the best game of the big guys. Cameron Crutwig did. Cameron Crutwig had nineteen points, twelve rebounds, five assists, four steals, nine of eighteen oh, yeah. shooting. As I say, like we mentioned earlier, folks, we're getting into the territory of where Tim tells exactly why this team's going to win, but then doesn't pick them. Yeah, so, that I I say I I, I, I am notorious. About. I am notorious for doing that. I will tell you why something will happen, and then I won't <laughs> listen to myself, and then I'll look like a genius and also an idiot at the same time. It's a weird juxtaposition, but it happens frequently. So just to go uh, back over it, um, like through the whole thing, I had Illinois 
over Drex- Drexel. Tim did too. Yep. We each had Loyola beating Georgia had Tech. Loyola. We both had uh, Oregon. Or we, Oregon. Uh, we both had we Tennessee versus can, Oregon State. Oregon can, State won. We both had o- Oklahoma State over Liberty. They won. Tim they had won. the Qs over San Diego That's right. State. That's right. And I, I just want. I had San Diego State, but I just want to mention this. I said I don't know anything about these both of these teams. <laughs> so it was a guess. You I did. Got it wrong. You did. Uh, yeah. I had. We both had West Virginia over Moorhead State. We both had Rutgers over Clemson. That's right. Which was a good game. It was a very good that game. That was a very good game. And we both had Houston. And we both had Houston. And then so if we, we bring it back, back up, up, yeah, we had Houston beating Rutgers. Well, actually, actually, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Fuck. Loyola. Loyola against Illinois. I should have picked Loyola. I picked them to win this game in two brackets I filled out. So I, at least I did that for myself. Um. But like, cope. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you watch? Did you watch this game? I'm assuming you watched this game. Uh, I got the. Ba- I I woke up too. I thought. Uh, confession time. No. I like. I thought the game started an hour later than it did. Oh, boo! So I woke up late and didn't get to watch the full game. So did you see the second half though? Yeah. Would you? Would you? What? What do you think? Illinois sucks ass. <laughs> They just because I, I I Illinois looks insanely good the back half of the Big Ten they go into the Big Ten tournament they win it yeah and, and they play amazing basketball shut them down like absolutely stifled them and just so you guys know why I'm mad I had Illinois winning the damn bracket and I look like an idiot because this was another game. Oh, it's the Big Ten. The Big Ten's going to win because they're the best basketball conference in the country. I, props props to Loyola Chicago. But I just want to also throw this out there. It's not my fault. They scheduled a one seed versus a 101-year-old nun on a Sunday. All right? <laughs> it's not my fault. I picked Illinois. They had God on their side. Divine intervention. Um. Well, I say that's the thing about this is I know a lot of Illinois. Like when this bracket came out, Loyola Chicago being an eight seed was, excuse me, it, it was. Oh, so low. They should have that, been. That's high. that's the thing. It's you look at that and you kind of you kind of you kind of side eye that a little bit. And you're just like, really. You gave him an eight, so they have to. Play, they're going to play Illinois. Little disrespectful. Which, from the it, it's one of those things where you're like, if this team wasn't a Mo Valley team, they're like a five. Yeah, they're a, they're a four or a five, a- and they're twenty six and four now, and they're so much better than where they got seated, and so it's like. If you're Loyola, you're sitting there thinking, oh my God, we have to play Illinois in the second round. And if you're Illinois, you're thinking, oh my God, we have to play Loyola in the second round. Like, it, neither, neither, it's it not mutually beneficial for either team to play that game. Like, when you first look at the bracket, because you think, okay, arguably your two best teams in this region are have to play each other so early. Um,. It's like I get it for like all the Illinois fans. Like you're watching that game, and in the second half, like on Twitter, you're just like, "How is how are they an eight seed? What is this? This is crap." It's like I can understand that to a degree, but at the same time, it's like, look at the team you have. They're amazing, and they're just playing. They're just getting. They're just getting beat. You, they just got beat. But like Loyola, because like Illinois. And you've watched Illinois play more than I have this year, but correct me if I'm wrong. Their main go-to on offense when they need something is that pick-and-roll action with Io and Kofi or yeah. uh, Curbelo and Kobe. Kobe. Kofi. That that pick-and-roll action. And Loyola Chicago did not – they didn't give it to them. They didn't let that draw them out of the lane. Loyola Chicago – Cameron Crutwick stayed in the paint. They dropped extra defenders into the lane. They packed the middle. They they made Illinois 
uncomfortable. And, and but Loyola Chicago plays such. It, you can watch that game, and it's so fascinating. Since there's no fans in there, you can hear the communication. You can hear everybody talking to each other. You can hear how how much they talk on defense. And so it's easy to understand and see why their defense is so good because you can hear them communicating with each other constantly. And if you watch them play, they switch everything. But they're switching everything as guys are cutting through the lane. And so you have to communicate with people like six, seven, eight, nine, ten feet apart from you. But you have to be vocal about it, but they have to be listening for it. But everybody is on their ones and twos and they're just ready for it. And so you're switching guys. And so a guy cuts from one one corner to the other two different guys will have switched on and off of him in that standpoint, but everybody's on the same page. So it's not a problem, but that means that everybody is covered at all times and their help defense drops in at the perfect times. And they know how, and every time Illinois really tried to get the pick and roll, they would hard hedge the screen and they'd string out the guard and they'd push him towards the sideline and the help defender would cover the big, but they'd string the guard so far out that whoever was guarding the big would have time to cover, to come back from their hedge and get back on Kofi or uh, their other center, Georgie. I can't pronounce his last name. Ah, neither can I. Um, Georgie, 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 um, he's from the country. Of it's just that if you watched that game, that is you. Could, that is literally perfect defense. They had maybe like two or three defensive breakdowns. Io only got into the lane twice to make a layup. Well, so as I say, also, if you're Illinois, you're not going to win the game. If Io, like, if Io goes for less than ten, I mean, you're you're talking about a first team All American who goes for less than ten, and you're 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 trying to still win the game. I was going to say, you're no, regardless of who you play, if he scores less than ten, Illinois is going to struggle seriously. Yeah, he had. Nine points on four of ten shooting, two rebounds, two assists, six turnovers. He was feeling dangerous, man. And and even then, Corbello, who was kind of Illinois spark plug off the bench all season, he had nine points, four rebounds, seven assists. But he turned it over four times. Illinois, 17 turnovers, 14 assists. Loyola Chicago had 12 steals in this game. But a lot of that came from help defense on the backside where a guy would come over from behind and just strip the ball. Uh, they did that to Kofi a couple times in the post. But it's just like the suffocating defense. It, it, Illinois looked so lost. They looked like they just didn't know what they were facing. Like They just didn't know what to do. It was so bizarre. It was so. It, it's the worst game they played all year by far. Is this a classic Loyola Chicago defense that they played all year, or did they adapt this defense to this game? This is about how they've played all year uh, okay. in terms of like like they they against good big guys they will keep Crutwig in the lane and they'll drop an extra defender in to help, and and, and they'll deny the entry like like very strong denial on the entry pass, but dropping that extra defender in makes it so you can't throw over the top or to the side like. They just make it impossible to get the ball down low, but they're so active on the perimeter and they're so good at switching everything that it doesn't really matter what kind of movement you try and generate. You're just kind of always covered. And really the only time you get an opening is if there's a miscommunication and a breakdown in the defense. And But even then when that happens, you have to be able to take advantage of it, which Illinois did, but it only happened like two or three possessions. Yeah. Because um, this is about the way they defended all season. Um, and and it's just one of those things. They Crutwig came out, hit hit a couple of shots. They got out to the they got out to like a seven eight point lead, and you're thinking, okay, see if Illinois makes a run. Illinois made a bit of a run. They made it close two three points, and Illinois then Loyola made a run, and then it's up to six seven. Illinois hits a three. Loyola the scores four points. They just, they like, it's one of those things where by like the five minute mark, they were up by like 12 and you're just watching the game. And, and, and as somebody who watched Loyola play a good, a good number of games this year, it's just like, okay, 
it might just stay here. Like, it might be over already because the lead, they'll just keep him at, they'll, they'll just give him the stiff arm and keep him at arm's length. And that's what happened. Illinois got within, what was it, eight or nine point. Uh, Illinois was down by nine at halftime. They scored a cup. They scored five points. Uh, Kofi Coburn had five points, four or five points to close out the first half, and they were down by nine. So Illinois goes in with a little bit of momentum. But it, it didn't matter because Loyola came out and it was just more of the same. They got right back into their rhythm. Uh, they only made four threes, but every three they made was timely. But it had a lot of layups, a lot of free throws. Very patient. Very, very patient. They had seven offensive rebounds. So, and, and you give a team like this who is so comfortable playing in the half court and they everybody passes and they communicate and... and They'll they'll look for the best shot and they'll find the best shot. They don't hurry or rush. You can't let them get that many offensive rebounds and have extra possessions like that when you're already down by nine or ten. Because they'll just shorten the game up that much more. Uh, and yeah, it just it was fascinating to watch because it was just a clinic in defense and how to just slowly work your way through another team when you have the ball to find good good shots and it just yeah it not something i think many people thought was going to happen um but it was a great game to watch as i say i think personally i think loyola chicago is your favorite to come out to go to the final four again oh they 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 have to be because you think Let's 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 go through the yeah, rest. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Tell Oregon State. Or let's talk about Oregon State. Oh my. Yo, when did Oregon State learn to play ball? Oregon State is so frustrating. They they remind just a team that plays like shithousery. They like just that's their motto. They went. 14 and 14 to end the regular season. No, they were 19 and 12. Ten and ten and ten in conference. They win the conference tournament. They beat UCLA, Oregon, and Colorado. Three teams that are better than them to win the conference tournament. And then they come out and they just take it to Tennessee. Uh, Lord knows what happened to Tennessee. They I what a I mean. Talk about a team that looked good at the start of the year, and then by the time the tournament rolled around, they were just they limped into it and just were just a not even close to what they were at the start. They took it to Tennessee, then they go and they beat Oklahoma State. It, it but it's not like they're grinding out wins by scoring fifty five and playing defense. No, they're scoring points. A lot of shots going up, a lot of offense in these games. Because they had a guy score, what, 26 against Oklahoma State? Close to that. Yeah, Ethan Thompson, senior guard, 26 points against Okie State in the round of 32. He averages 16 on the season. But, 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 you think about it, he scored 26 points. He made 15 free throws. And Oregon State does not win this game if they don't shoot so well at the free throw line. Oregon State against Oklahoma State in the round of 32... You know what their free throws were? Made every single one. No, close. Thirty-two of thirty-five. Well, I know that Ethan. I know uh, the guy who went for twenty-six. He was fifteen uh, of sixteen. Fifteen of yeah, from the line. Like, you know, guess what? Free throws matter, people. They had a guy go because they're free. They had a guy go three for four, then a seven for seven, fifteen of sixteen, one for one, four for four, two for two, and then zero for one. 32 of 35. Oklahoma State went 26 for 38. Also, what was Oregon State's rebounding? What, what, what was the what was the plus minus on rebounding? Do you have a guess? No. no. Uh, Oregon State plus 20. See, I was only going to go like 7 or 8. Oregon State <laughs> had 52. 50. If this gives you a glimpse at just how bad the shooting was in this game, there were 84 rebounds total in this game. 
in a 40-minute college game, there were 84 rebounds. That's insane. Oregon State had 52 rebounds, 42 defensive rebounds, 10 offensive rebounds. Oklahoma State had 32 rebounds. That's... Oregon State also had 11 block shots. Oklahoma State shot 18 of 65. They shot 27%, and they lost by 10. So if Oregon State does not make their free throws, they don't win this game. But, you know, if you get 35 opportunities at the line, you better make a good chunk of them. That in Oklahoma State was plus 12 in the turnover margin. Oregon State turned the ball over 20 times, and they still won. (laughs) Like, (laughs) explain that. How? How? How do you do that? Like, you have to be the best worst team ever to do this they're a top 16 team like nothing you could doubt about it like insane free throw shooting outrageously good rebounding you can't take care of the ball at all you had 20 turnovers and seven assists and you still won by 10 you're up 14 at the half and and again oklahoma state 26 to 38 from the free throw line not much more to say. Oregon State deserved the oh, win, Tim. Geez. Yeah, I, oh, man. You know what's interesting? I was going to say, going into the Midwest region, looking at it beforehand, you're like, oh, Illinois has the e- probably the easiest road for the oh. one, in my opinion, to get to the Final Four. Yeah. Because your four is Oklahoma State. Your two is Houston. Your three is West Virginia. None of those teams are like, holy buckets, they're real good. No, not at all. But one team that looks real good, like real good, coming off two straight wins is the Cuse. Yeah. Syracuse. Yeah. Absolutely dominated San Diego State. Yeah, and then they were... Is a straight baller. They were up on West Virginia, and they kind of let West Virginia get back into that game. I'd agree. Hey, I watching that game. It was very. I never thought Syracuse will lose it. No, because every time opinion. West Virginia would get closer, they'd tie it. Syracuse would make a run. So, uh, as I said, yeah, this the the four teams left really. <laughs> the four teams that are left are Loyola, Chicago, Oregon State, Syracuse, and Houston. Oh, Rutgers, though. I mean, talk about giving it away. If you guys did not know, Rutgers was up 10 with a minute 30 left. I thought, yeah, something like that or two minutes. And they, they just started and trying to lost. kill. They just started trying to kill clock and then they kept doing it. Yeah, it, it, they did uh, not keep the, the foot on the throttle. No, terrible, terrible game management if, by Rutgers. If you do that versus a good team. They're oh. gonna find ways to come back. They just—they had it. They had it, and and we should have won, but they didn't. I was didn't. gonna say we both picked Houston to win that game. The Houston's not—I I mean, but in our hearts, we wanted Rutgers. Yeah, I did. Houston—you can't—you can't see that game and tell me Houston's the best team in this region. Like, Loyola is so obviously the the best team left in the Midwest. I I would agree because they're the only would, team. They're the only team left that actually plays defense. So well, I was say, Houston can play defense. It's just they also have guys like their second best player got hurt in the Rutgers game, and they kept subbing him in and out of the game. I was gonna say like, I think I think Loyola Chicago is your favorite to come out. I would even argue. And this might, you know, Houston fans, please don't get mad at me, but Syracuse is your second best, and then Houston, and then Oregon State. Why? Because out of all four of these games, I would argue Houston is the one team that didn't deserve to get there. No, they they got very lucky. Uh, Rutgers just helped them. Rutgers tried their best to help them. So, Um. uh yeah, out of this, I think Lil Chicago. Like, I think they're making another Final Four run. Yeah, which that'd be great for me. In two brackets, I have them in the Final Four. I don't know why. I didn't remember doing that. You don't know why, Tim? Well, I know she why. Plays in one in in one bracket. I have them losing to Gonzaga. I have them in the national title game. 
Which, which now, now I'm like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a genius. Uh, it's probably not gonna happen. They'll probably, if they make the final four, they'll probably, I, they'll run into, maybe they'll play Oral Roberts. Um, that'd be nuts. Yeah, I was gonna say, given the way some of our picks have gone, who knows? Uh, but um, yeah, our last, the last region we got is the East. Yeah, we both, uh, we Michigan. You know, Michigan, LSU kind of made that close. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like, oh, Michigan's going to lose. It's just like, oh, okay, that's a little closer than you might have thought. Um, both had color, or we had Colorado, both had Colorado, Colorado, Colorado made us look smart for not picking Georgetown. They, they had, they, they killed them. They killed them. Everybody who picked Georgetown, what were you thinking? So here's the thing. I was going to say, there's a reason that the last four teams in the tournament, there's a reason Georgetown is a 12 seed behind the last four seed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last four to get in. So I I'll ask again for anybody who picked Georgetown to make a sweet 16 run. What were you thinking? Yeah. Colorado handed that, them handily. That's the situation where I'd say, listen to us. Yeah. But like, with the like way we, we, got, we got a lot of picks wrong. And there's a lot of things we don't know where we don't know what we're talking about when it comes to this because we're very clearly Oregon State. I, I said Purdue would lose the nat- in the Final Four. It, forget that. We told you Georgetown was not going to win this game. If you picked them, you should have listened to us. And you're an idiot if you picked them. Um, but thank you so for listening. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please continue yeah. to listen. Florida State. Both you, have Florida State. You both ins- have Florida State over Colorado as well. Oh yeah, they 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 look good against Colorado. This this is one of those. Or it, it seems like Florida State. Like I, the first game, at times they looked a little iffy, a little shaky, a little shaky. But they, they got they look, they MJ got their Walker, Raekwon Gray, Scotty Barnes is playing well. They got their big guy whose last name I can't remember, but he's from Europe and he's a lefty. I am confident they'll make they're, the final. Four. They're playing. They look that good. They're playing really well. Um, <laughs> the uh, perfect pick by Jared. Some may add. UCLA. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the. I, the, I have State. I have Michigan State to the Sweet Sixteen, which turned into no. which turned no. into well, I, I I'm not going to change it. So I guess UCLA and UCLA to the Sweet Sixteen. See, uh, what I did we, we there both said of misdirection because truly I wanted UCLA the whole time, and uh, I knew watching that game if I said I wanted UCLA they would lose. So I say I want the opposite team. Huh. So therefore, I wanted Michigan um, State. I really didn't in the long run, and which, I had UCLA in the Sweet Sixteen. I believe we both said that it didn't matter who won that playing game; BYU would lose. Yeah, um, yeah, that. Was confident and, and then, and then it, texas losing to abilene christian hey, come on texas yo, i mean we're gonna have 23 turnovers and you know we're gonna win the game no god damn it texas he had one job this was that this is only gonna i was gonna say the shock of smart on the hot seat talk is just gonna continue now because it's like you, oh Clear, clearly the best team he's had there absolutely laid an egg and and, and which and saw, to, to no be fair time. to be fair interesting foul call at the end of the game that gave Abilene Christian free throws yeah uh, but Don't put yourself in that situation yeah it's like you know they're calling it they're calling it they made the free throws you, 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 you kind of do that to yourself um and I don't want to bash on Abilene Christian. Like I no I don't, no maybe, credit like, credit to them. Saw, they you saw how good they were versus UCLA, and you know yeah UCLA they, handled them. Yeah, and I was just saying, like I I didn't want to bash on. Congrats for winning as a fourteen. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah I'd say they they beat a very good Texas team. Yes. But it's one of those that Texas probably should have won that. Like, it wasn't like this. Like, Oral Roberts came out and sucker punched Ohio State. Yeah, Abilene Christian didn't do anything that made you think, holy cow, they're going to make a run. Or, like, look at them go. 
Yeah, I was gonna like, say like, Oral Roberts or just came out and they they're just scoring points. Well, that's that was what I was gonna like, say. Ohio State necessarily didn't lose themselves the game. They played like they usually do. Oral Roberts just or, Oral Roberts has 156 down. points after two tournament games. Yeah, Abilene Christian and, had 53. And no, yeah, that's or, what, sorry. Lost themselves the game more so than Abilene Christian winning it. Abilene does. Christian scored a hundred in two games. So like they're not Abilene Christian's not fifty three and forty seven. They're not lighting up the scoreboard. No, but um, yeah, UCLA is in the Sweet Sixteen, and then Maryland beat UConn in just an all time ugly game. <laughs> I, I was gonna say we were we were watching. Uh, we we were at a sports bar and we were watching uh, Grand Canyon, Iowa, Maryland, Virginia, UConn, and then Virginia, Virginia, Ohio, Ohio, and then uh, is there another game on? I'm just not thinking of uh, volleyball. Nebraska volleyball swept Iowa three zero. Dab get wrecked, nerds. Um, also, Nebraska baseball won over the weekend versus Iowa. Oh, Dad. Oklahoma, Missouri. That was the other game that was on. Yeah. In the in the corner of the bar where you couldn't see it. Um Yeah, so as I say, there's a lot of basketball on. Yeah. And but obviously I watched Maryland U more than the other games. Yeah. But this was a terrible game. I say I think every just not great, but the, they made the tournament. The only conversation we really had about it for the course of the entire game is it's just we just look at it and be like, oh, it's still like a nine point lead, and it's just like, how many points have actually been scored in the last five minutes? It'd be like seven. Well, remember like, the start of the game, ugly. Tim? They had, they had the first like six minutes. There was like a total of well, six the, yeah, Maryland, UConn, and Virginia, Ohio, both were five minutes into the game. It was like and three in, to in the combined point total from both games was like thirteen. Yeah, so um, Maryland UConn not a great game. I had Maryland winning. Tim had UConn winning. Maryland ended up winning. Yeah, by nine. And then they played Bama, who beat a tough Iona team. Yeah, that uh, I say thirteen points does not do Iona justice for how close they played they that were, game. That that game that her. that game was tight until the very end. Patino's probably going to go to a bigger school. I bet he leaves Iona. He says he likes it there. Yeah, until he gets a $3 million raise at a Power 5 school. This quickly, though? What? This quickly? This quickly? This quickly? Oh. Yeah, why, why wouldn't you, though? If you're a bad team, well, he's uh, a great coach. That yeah. will make you good. So yeah. why not take the risk? Yeah, yeah. It's a big risk, though. It's a big yeah, risk. A, uh, but yeah. to get back on the game, Alabama won. Then Alabama played Maryland last night. Oh God! And Mar- Alabama flexed their muscle. The, it showed why they are a two. Yeah, ninety six. They are. They are very good offensively if they play their game. They. Yeah. I think they're playing Florida State, and I think that Bama-Florida State game is going to be a damn good one to go to the Final Four. Yeah, Alabama, 16-33 from three, 10-10 from the free throw line. They shot yeah, 53%. Sure. Maryland also shot 53%. Maryland, <laughs> Maryland only made three free throws the whole game. Yeah, there's there's a lot of issues with that Maryland team, uh, and then it goes back to last year when, due to certain circumstances, oh. world pandemic, Maryland's best team in my lifetime didn't get to play the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Oh I, my god! I will put my hand on the Bible and say that Maryland team last year I thought could win a national title. Well, you know. They were, in my opinion, that good. And then you lose. They oh. lost three, three of five starters. Three of those starters, which were their best players. So, of course, they were going to have a drop-off of production. And this is the team we got, and they weren't great. And- well, Alabama almost had as many offensive rebounds as Maryland had total rebounds. 
Yeah, Maryland's real. <laughs> Maryland had 19 rebounds. Yeah. Alabama had 40. 4-0. Plus 21. Yeah, they, you are not going to win if you're minus 21 in rebounding. And Alabama, 15 offensive rebounds. Yeah, and three Maryland, guys yeah. three guys scored in double figures off their bench. So Yeah, okay. Okay, don't need to keep don't need to keep putting salt in the wound, Tim. They had That's 39 me. points off the bench. Yeah, we know. They <laughs> well, the thing um, is, though, is like Maryland starting five played a good game. Four guys in double figures. Wiggins had 27. Like, yeah. But uh, yeah, you just you can't give up 96 points and win. All right. So what I think we could we should uh, end this uh, on is go back through the Sweet 16 games and just quickly pick who you think's going to win it. Okay. Each game. Okay. And give a uh, uh, little little blurb of why. Okay. All right. Gonzaga Jays Creighton. Uh, Gonzaga because they're the best team in the country. All right. USC Oregon. I have USC. So. Why? Uh, M- Mobley brothers. Uh, they're they're way better on the interior. Um. They have good guard play. Oregon has better guard play, but. Both of the Mobley, both of sorry, both of the Mobley brothers can also space the floor and shoot from the perimeter, if they want to. I and yeah, Garza can shoot three, but Iowa doesn't have another guy who can do that, who's also dominant in the interior. I just USC is just a whole another. They're just a whole another thing. Uh, also, they beat Oregon by fourteen. The only time they played this year. All right, good. Baylor versus Villanova. Baylor. Just a better team? Yeah, they're better. I'd agree. Arkansas versus Oral Roberts. I think Arkansas is going to win. Okay, better get team. The, get on the must bus. <laughs> Loyola, Chicago, Oregon State. Uh, Loyola. I. There's no way. There's no way Oregon State can keep it up. Shoots so well, but also plays so terribly in conjunction with shooting so well. And wins another game. They can't do it. All right, not Syrac- against a good defense. I think Syrac- Sy- I think Syracuse is going to beat Houston. Same. Michigan, Florida State. You know. Oh, I have Florida State. UCLA, Alabama. Alabama. I have. I say I have Florida State and Alabama. I believe in my are my picks coming out of that region. Yes. So, see, see, people. We're smart. I I know what I'm talking about. I had. Did I have Gonzaga and USC in the Elite Eight and in the East or in the West? Yeah, you had See? Gonzaga versus USC, See? Florida State versus Bama, Purdue versus Ohio State. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I know, I know half, fifty uh, percent of what I say. Just got to figure out what that fifty percent is. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's our. Uh, look through of our great slash terrible picks um while we end it right here this is our uh second round our second continuous uh asmr segment oh god okay (laughs) it's gonna be tim's doing it no Uh, we we both uh, did it last time um uh, yeah, I could, we'll both. I, 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 sorry, I could do it solo if you want. Um, but, uh, before before we do that, I just want to <laughs> say uh, this is the time to click off. If you guys don't, um, yeah, I say stick around. Watch. It might make you laugh. Um, yeah. If you don't want to uh, hear it, then yeah, you can. Thanks for listening. Uh, later in this week, this podcast will be coming out on Thursday, and on. Sunday or Monday will be another one, but that uh, another podcast, but that will be Sweet one. Sixteen. Yeah, just the review of the weekend games again. Yeah, probably Monday because the Elite Eight. Um, is the Elite Eight Monday and Tuesday? It's the twenty ninth and thirtieth. The Elite Eight's Monday and Tuesday. 
Oh, that's weird. Sorry, folks. Okay. I am so thinking uh, of okay the- Tuesday then. Two pod pod Tuesday. Or Wednesday. Or yeah. Wednesday. We'll oh, probably record yeah. it. We'll probably record it Tuesday night during the last Elite Eight games. And then it should come out Wednesday and of Thursday of next week. So, yeah. But if we're feeling if we're feeling generous, you might get you might get a pod, a, a non sports pod, somewhere in there. Nah, you will. You will. You oh, will. okay. Guaranteed. We'll round up, we'll round up the troops. You we'll get it out to you fine Take folks. that check to the bank and cash it. Damn it, straight. It won't bounce. Well, we'll round up. We'll hopefully round up <laughs> at least one other member. <laughs> all right. All right, so, Tim. Start it off. All right. Start here we go. <clears throat> <clears throat> Jesus. Ah. <sighs> <sighs> Thanks for listening. We'll keep doing it as long as you love it. Yeah. Please also give us feedbacks um, on our Facebook page and our email. The email's in the description of the pod. And uh, see you. Go Tigers.